0: Are you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire.
1: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited to have you join in with me today. And speaking of today, our topic will consist of From Triumph to Victory, Remaining Spiritually Grounded During Adversity. Thereby, let's get started. I have a wonderful queen here with me today, Miss Urbana. Er- Irvina, who is a model, a scientist, as well as an actress. Wow, lovely to have you here, Irvina. I'm so elated and blessed to have this sister here at the Savvy Speaks Roundtable Discussion. So welcome again, Irvina. Again, family, our focus today is from triumph to victory, how to remain spiritually grounded during adversity. What attracted me to this? subject is the more I became acquainted with Irvina and while reading her story her bio and as the more we conversed, the more it became very clear that her story carried a deeper meaning which could empower other women just people individuals in general who have faced similar or the same types of challenges family family this sister right here this is the right here she has a lot to share. She is empowered through her story and she definitely has not allowed it to hold her back. And as in all of us has overcome some terrible and horrific test in her life. The more I read the more I wanted to know, just how did God manage to help her become a victor during her journey? How what tools did she use to become victorious? So, Irvina, can you please share briefly a little bit about yourself to our audience and then we'll continue on with the show? Sure. Hi everyone.
0: It is a pleasure. Uh, Lisa to be on your show today (laughs) I am so excited I thank God first of all For this opportunity to be able To tell my testimony And to tell my experiences On how God brought me through Uh, Mm -hmm. Basically it's been a course A journey and anytime You're going to be successful in life You do go through things Mm -hmm. And unfortunately sometimes you go through Things that you don't want to go through But I hear you know I, I know that God Was telling me in order for you to go through These things basically it's not for you it's for the other people that Mm -hmm. you're going to come in contact with Mm -hmm. it's not about you Mm -hmm. because I kept asking God why me and God said why not you I want to use you Mm -hmm. I want to use you as an example to take with who I've taken from nothing to something Mm -hmm. so my name is Ravina Moody and I actually have um basically have a wealth of experience i worked in various areas, uh, starting, I started out in the, uh, banking field
2: mm-hmm.
0: and from there it expanded from basically I've done banking as well as science. And mm-hmm. also later on, I developed the talent of in the acting and modeling industry. Awesome. So, uh, yes. So God has used those. He told me basically when you use one of your talents, I will multiply mm-hmm. the other talents. Mm-hmm. And because I have been faithful over a few, he has made me ruler over many. He mm-hmm. opened up those doors. He said your gift would make room for you. Oh, yes, And ma'am. my gift has certainly has made room for me. I have been basically through the fire, but each time I would go through the fire, I would come out like pure gold. And each time I came out, I would have a new talent and a new opportunity to expand and to, tell, to be able to tell mm-hmm. others that you can make it. I've been mm-hmm. through and I'm ready to share my story today
1: uh, thank you so much for that and just so you know what she was speaking about is Matthew 25 and 23 where where Christ does speak about well done, done by good and faithful ser- servant because you have been faithful over little I will set you uh, up for for much so that's what the scripture she was referring to and then the second scripture that she was referring to is one of my Favorite scriptures is Proverbs 18 19, where the Bible speaks about a man's gift. Make it the room for him and bringing him before great men. I love that she's already starting out with the word of God, which sustains us. And you all know my other favorite scripture is, scripture is Matthew four and four: Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So we definitely want to speak life into others. So are you ready, family? Then let's talk about it. Again, our topic today is from triumph to victory: How to remain spiritually grounded during our adversity. So Irvina, my sister, let's jump right in. First, Irvina, thanks again for coming to the show. Secondly, you are to me the epitome of triumph and victory you are a very accomplished person from working with celebrities such as Tara banks taraji b henson yeah. queen latifah yeah. and one of my ultimate yeah. favorite sisters which i love i would love any day to soak up knowledge it's miss oprah Winfrey, and on some yes. of my yes other my some of my other podcasts i always like to say you win a car i win a car we all win a car i used to watch oprah mm-hmm. all the time she's a very accomplished person so so yet, prior to this, Arvina, you were challenged okay. over and over again. So let's talk about what led you up to becoming homeless. Yes, that's a good question. Basically, I have been in a um,
0: situation where I was actually working for I won't say any names, but mm-hmm. I was working yes. in a um, opportunity where I thought I was going to stay there for at least five or you know 10 years retire. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, uh, I was, you know, basically uh, beyond thinking, you know, I guess my, um, you know, wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, I knew that um, spiritually I had, you know, God. Right. And I didn't think I would come up against attacks. Right. You know, so I would come up against, you know, people who thought I was condemning them. Right. You know, and uh, I never condemned anybody, but God, you know, when you live this word, it, it actually comes out and people are, you know, look at you in a different way. So I would be, you know, minding my business or, you know, I would probably every now and then pray for people, you know, so yes. it must've gotten around that I was, you know, this holy roller. And unfortunately that, you know, led to me uh, losing an opportunity, yes. you know, so the, the first time this happened to me, I wasn't financially set up, for yes. meaning that I didn't have a savings. I didn't have anything. So they kind of knew that. So they mm-hmm. figured, guess what? We cut you off right here, mm-hmm. and you'll, you know, basically have to survive any other way. Yeah. So I, I was actually, like, I can remember the day, and actually it was so vivid to me because I had had surgery, mm-hmm. and that day I went to the judge and I said, please you know, give me at least another month to stay mm-hmm. because I just had surgery and I, I right. really can't pick up anything or move. And I didn't have anybody, no family, nobody right. to come to my rescue. It mm-hmm. was like this lonely journey. Yes. And um, the judge told me, no, you only, I only can give you two days. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, you know, the doctor said to me, you don't need to be doing anything. You need to be resting those three days. Right. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? She And this judge had no sympathy on me. So all of wow. a sudden, you know, I knew that was an attack of the enemy right. that, you know, wanted to see me out homeless. You know. Right. And so what happened is I called the mover and I said, he said, you have anybody in the house that can help you? I said, no, it's just me.
2: Mm-hmm. And I just
0: had surgery. I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I actually literally was, I can remember myself picking up the furniture, mm-hmm. literally crying because I was in so much pain. Right. You know, and literally just uh, stitches or, you know, tearing and everything. Of course. And... Which moved, I moved, you know, and God gave me the strength to do this. And right. I was crying. I said, God, he said, you know what? This will basically give you the opportunity to let people know that, guess what? You know what? By God's grace, he can strengthen us. Yes. He, can, he strengthened me in that time. You know, I don't know how I did it. And I didn't feel the pain until later on and after I finished moving. But it was enough. He had given me enough strength to move. But actually, I was moving my things up, but I had nowhere to go. Right. So that was another crazy thing because mm-hmm. it's like, oh my like, god, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Right. And I remember me putting an application into another location, actually, and you know, looking back, it was not. I did not go to that location just yet. I actually went to a homeless shelter,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, that homeless shelter I went to, of course, um, you know, it had me to realize, wow you know, this is like rock bottom for me.
2: Right. You know,
0: who would have thought, you know, somebody who's been on television, who's been d- doing great things, worked for, the, you know, past, worked for NASA, right. worked for some of the the top people making helping companies make billions and billions of dollars. Yes. And here I am, have little, you know, it was just like I, my gift had been hijacked by them. They had hijacked it to use it for their uh, ability to get what they wanted, And then when they got what they wanted, and they knew that I was spiritual. They just got rid of me. Yeah, sold me. Wow. So I was really like at the rock bottom of my life, and I'm like, what do I do? Right. And I stayed at this. I stayed in this. Um, this shelter. Mm-hmm. It was the most grotesque. shelter. It was a good shelter, but it was just the people around it that were dealing with mental issues and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I actually was able to, in that time, God was able to use me to minister. Awesome. So, so I was able to minister.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. So even in your ministering, and if I, I want the audience to really pay attention to something that you're saying, even at the lowest, cause you've repeatedly said that you were at rock bottom and you were in pain and you were crying and, you know, just transition, any normal people, person would go through. Right. But even in yeah. that, you still said one key thing, you were able to minister. And I think that's phenomenal yeah. because even at yeah. your worst you still saw God as your best. So, what were some of the challenges that you had to face during those times? I mean, I know you had the surgery and you know you were you had to move out of your home, but what what other, I mean, you were in a, a shelter and now you know your challenges with people in your space is no longer having your personal space. How did you feel? What was that transition it, it like? It was rough because I would have to deal
0: with Like I said, I was three women in the room with me. Mm -hmm. So they were dealing with mental issues, disability, things, no telling. One lady was literally homeless, meaning that she was like a bag lady. Right. And I can remember her coming into the room and making all kinds of noise at night.
1: And I'm like, oh my
0: goodness. And just going, sometimes going crazy because of the fact that she probably had been through a lot. And the Lord just dealt with me. He said, you know what, that's why I brought you here. Come on, you know. Even though you lost your home, mm-hmm. basically, I'm here to let shit light on them because of the fact that they have lost their mind. And yes. guess what? I kept your mind, and I want you to, and you know, keep your mind stayed on me. And that, that was a scripture kept came, coming to me. Mm-hmm. Keep your mind stayed on God. As mm-hmm. long as you keep your mind, you won't lose your mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, He was doing a new thing to me. So with that, I was able to try to be a buffer for them to let mm-hmm. them know. Guess what? You don't have to, uh, you don't have to compel to the forces that are outside of you. I know that you've been through. I know things. So I, I reflected it off of me. and right. started putting my love and, and my attention on them and started, started to love on them. It was right. very uncomfortable for me to share another uh, space with three or two. It was two women. Mm-hmm. And there was a third one that came in. But, you know, it, I just made it as, pos- as comfortable as possible for myself because guess what? This was going to be my home. Right. So I basically did not have, you know, the the space. Right. Sometimes going into the bathroom, you know, sometimes, you know, your time is up type of thing. So we were on a schedule, you know, and sometimes you had to share, you know, little things. I didn't have, you know, finances to get the things I wanted. Yeah. But I had to use what I had and had to share some things. And, you know, I thought, you know, when I got in this position that I would be able to be transitioned out to something better. Right. You know, but I had to find my own. So, but I, I really, in this time, I really prayed. I stuck God, like I stuck God like so much. Yes. I really cried out to him. That's said, awesome. You know, why would you have me in this situation? But he said, again, why not you? I want to use you.
1: But you know, that's so interesting. And let me real quickly, Isaiah 26, three, the steadfast of your mind, you will keep in perfect peace peace because he trusts in you is what you were saying. You were quoting, you were saying that you keep your mind on Christ and he, and he will guide you. And so something else that I want to expound upon is how you spoke about that your relationship deepened with God. And I think a lot of times, Irvina, you can attest to that we are going through things and we make the trial about us, but really it's not about us. you hear people said you've said it in your comment it's not about you it's not about you you're absolutely right it's about me and god you know what i mean that's so right. and that's, that's and this right. and i'm following your journey and it wasn't about you either it was about you and god and then not only that's that fine. you carried god the further you got deeper into your your disembowelment or your disenchantment if you if you will you carried God with you and a lot of times we forget about that so did you ever feel which leads me to my next question did you ever feel that you had left your faith or that you had left that you couldn't that you had left God that you you could never see yourself out of your current tribulation i know you're talking about how you did trust god and how you kept him with you and you know your main focus was to you know take god in and to minister to other people which i greatly admire but that was there any time that you just honestly felt like you know what i don't think i'm gonna overcome this is god still there anytime during your journey
0: yes definitely sometimes it was uh tough because of the fact that um you know, dealing with what I saw on you know the surroundings, my right. surroundings, you know, and you know I kept you know saying you know, but what happened was, you know what I had to realize that the only thing that would keep the only thing that would keep me is because I think if I would have you know gotten too complacent in you know what you know why is this happening to me am I I'm gonna you know give up on God you know right. I knew I would have probably the enemy would have really came in exactly. And out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean literally several times the enemy tried to you know destroy me kill right. me right you mm-hmm. know take me out with mental you know a mental abuse people have called me so many you know so many names besides the power of or God. god so mm-hmm. i had this negativity thing going so i had realized that when this negativity such as this because i've, I've had people to already do these things to exactly me, but mm-hmm. if i started flipping the same pain to me I was doing the same thing what they were doing to me. Come on. So God was saying, now you're going to make a, now you're going to make a, a just. you got to turn mm-hmm. you, this negative thing you see that's in front of you. Yes. Homelessness. You're not homeless. Right. If you was, you would be on the street. You would Come really, on. you wouldn't be in a place. Yes. So God was saying to me, guess what? You're not on the street. Yes. You're not out there tricking. You're not doing this. You're actually in a home. So it's not what you want, Yes. guess what? You're going to make the best out of it. Come on. So that's when my face begins to say, guess what? At least I'm in the house. At least I'm not outside in the cold. Yes. I'm not starving. It could be so much worse. Right. And then my face begins to rise. You know what? I was so happy because I said, guess what? You know what? I am here. I am surviving. I am waking up early. I'm getting out there. I got to do what I got to do. So yes. I got to find another job. Whether I got to go to the library. Whether I got to study. Whatever I got to do in this mm-hmm. circumstance. And I just hear when God was saying, when that that person was saying, whatever state I am in, you know, I learn to rejoice. Whether it's in mm-hmm. the lowest, whether it's in the highest, yes. whether it's in the middle. We're talking Paul, whatever girl. Whatever mm-hmm. I am. I am in. I'm. I'm gonna rejoice. And yes. so that's what I took it as. I took it, I turned that negative thing around that, oh, I want to give up on God because yes. God never gave up on me. You he better say gave that. He never gave up on me. If he, if he can never give up on me, he'll give me life. He'll wake me up. Come on. Guess
1: what? I'm not giving up on him. I love that. And you know me, Philippians four, and you can read audience 11 through 13, but this, uh, this is one of my favorite. I have so many favorites, but I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living or in plenty or in want, I can can do all this through him who gives me yes. strength girl that's right. you that's yes. what you're talking about philippians 4 11 now. through yes. 13 so Ar- arvina we're talking about a lot of different things but what was your major lesson during this fiery trial because you were in the wow. midst. what was your lesson <clears throat> my lesson was
0: a blessing that's what i call it my lesson was a blessing Meaning that God allowed me to know. (laughs) Guess what? When you lose everything, even yourself, when you lose the fact that these things happen to you, and you get focused on, Mm -hmm. you learn the power that's within you, and you learn to take what's in you and bring it out of you. And it's you success, and that's what I did. I took whatever that was thrown at me that was negative I turned it around for my good you know he said he would turn it around for our good he would do that thing and that's what he allowed me to do in these circumstances he allowed me to turn it around so I began to go ahead and do other stuff you know what and God was telling me he said guess what I gave you talent this is what I was trying to burst out of you anyway you know what you weren't using your talent that I gave it giving you you were using them but now you get to you get to use everything i gave you yes so, so i began to look at everything i had and that's why the talents multiplied yes because i was those talents were dormant on the inside of me but it took pressure like this for them to come up and and realize okay so i said, guess what i love math i love science and i love you know basically the fashion what do i do yes god let me know that was a gift that he had given me that i need to give it back and give it in service, and give it into the community, <clears throat> and build up other kids, and build up youth, and yes. basically <clears throat> use those gifts, and use that modeling to go to the stars and let them know, guess what? You know what? I have a story. You yes. know what? God can save you. Too. He can take you to the lowest, and he can bring you to the highest, and that's what he did. He yes. allowed, literally allowed me to go from the bottom to the celebrity, to the you stars, better say it. to NASA, to science. NASA is the stars. You said, "Guess what? I, I sent you to the stars." Yes, See, it was a twofold meaning. Yes. And so I'm like, God, you took a little nothing and made something out of her,
2: and yes. you made
0: me, allowed me to go, and now I go with humility. You know, it's not about me. it's yes. never been about me. It's about guess what, God? Those souls that are out there, they may be rich, they may be poor, they may be meek, they may be yes, low, they may have lost their their house, they may have lost their home. They may, they may be rich. They may be, you know, poor. I can go anywhere yes. and still fit in, you know? So yes. That's what the, the, the lesson is. The lesson is, guess what? He could take somebody like me who was nothing, who was homeless, who didn't have parents. Who didn't yes. have, I mean, I had them, but they of weren't course. there for me.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. I had,
0: you know, I didn't have finances. You know, and he said, guess what? I am, I will supply your needs according to my riches and glory. Now, your yes. riches are in you know in glory and after I began to pull out and pretend to pull out that word and say guess what god this is all I got and that was the the lesson and the blessing is, is the word of god
1: yes I love that and you know me so Philippians 4:19 but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory um, uh, excuse me according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus and I think that's so imperative what you're what you're saying is so true because a lot of times we try to do things on our own and we can't get to point B because we're too focused on point a, kind of what you alluded to by staying focused on ourselves versus what is God's purpose or his plan in my journey so your testimony you're sharing it, and it's phenomenal how did these experiences allow you to try be triumphant in Christ because you went from one extreme to the next and of course it sounds easy for us on the podcast oh it sounds like it's just a few minutes but no I'm sure it was in the course of time it took a couple of years or months you know to find your way out but then God Like you said, gave you a star figuratively as well as physically. So how how did these experiences allow you to be triumphant in Christ? Great, that's it's been awesome because what happened was when I had left that shelter Mm -hmm.
0: and I I actually moved into a um a room in Mm -hmm. the area and it it, that made me realize guess what you Mm -hmm. know what this went I went from having sharing a room to now. Having my own room. Yes,
2: yes. So mm-hmm. look
0: at that. You know, God is in the always in the place of multiplying us. You know, from yes. nothing to something. Exactly. You know, from one to two. You know. So in other words, God is always in the business of multiplying us. Yes. That, not just our gifts, but everything we do. So He was just showing me that. Guess what? You've been promoted. You know, you were able to do the things that I told you to do and you were successful and you now are promoted. And well, we think that, you know, promotion comes from man and this and that, but it came from God. Promotion yes. comes from God. I and love that's what that. He, did. he moved me up into an, a place. It was in a nice place. It was in a nice building. And I had my own. Though I was sharing with others, but mm-hmm. it was my very own. And then that, that was the way that God move me from, you know, from triumph to victory. I was a victor, you know, in this situation. So, uh, yes. Yes. It took me about a year for that to happen, because I thought, you know, oh, you know, this company, the the, the shelter would put me in my own, like, a Section 8 house. I was was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to get a Section 8, you know, opportunity, blah, blah, blah. I'm veteran, blah, blah, blah. No, it didn't happen. God said, guess what? I moved you out of the government system into God's system. Sometimes you look at you know, these government systems and things like that. And they're just basically a way for you to be dependent on the system. Come on. So he said, I, if you put, if I give you God <clears throat> system, you won't be dependent on man, you'll be dependent on God. Yes. So I, I felt to follow that. your needs. So mm-hmm. that's what he did for me. He allowed me to be on independent Because that's yes. what he's been building up in this independence. Because depending on man and things like that, they will always let you down. But you want to yes. depend on God, they will, he will never ever let you down. Come on. David said I'm not seeing a seat big in Britain on my righteous
1: forsaken. You better say that Now you said that so fast I didn't have time to look that scripture up But you know that's one of my favorites too And I believe that was Paul speaking at that time And you know that should give you empowerment Just in knowing that God said I see you Yeah you might have to struggle a little bit I mean a lot of the prophets did Isaiah you know when they were A lot of them running from Jezebel Doing all kinds of things But God even they got discouraged But God said I see you get up And walk like you know That I'm something I'm going to deliver you at the right time. So what does Absolutely. it mean to remain spiritually grounded, especially when one is experiencing unsurmountable struggles in your life? So what does that mean? How did that how, how can someone uh, stay spiritually grounded? What does that mean, Irvina? That,
0: that is great. That's a great thing, you know, in terms of being able to, and when I think about grounded, I think about a rest.
1: Yes. So
0: that's what God was dealing with me about. <coughs> that you got to stop. You know, I was giving, 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 giving people information, blessing people. Yes. Said, it's okay to bless people. It's okay to give people, and it's okay to do as I say, because God will tell you who to touch and who. Basically, sometimes people, um, basically take the anointing. Not to say that, but He said protect your anointing. What I give yes. you, you have to protect it. Yes. Because now that you're giving out, you need people to fill you in. Yes. That they need to give back to you. And yes. they're not giving in the way that in other words that they should, because sometimes people are users. Yes. You know? And mm-hmm. that's why you have to be careful and God will lead you and guide you on who can be that person yes. that you can give to. But yes. there are other people out there, there are the judas out there that are jealous or envious of you and things like that. And they that's what keeps you uprooted. You know, yes. you're not I love on this. a stable ground because mm-hmm. of the fact that you've been basically ministering, giving to these Judas's. You better care about come on. who don't want God mm-hmm. and don't want you to have anything. So they are up- try to uproot you. And I've yes. been around those type of people where mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, God, I mean, I just love my enemies, you know, and I just yes. love them. And mm-hmm. you said, guess what? You know what? But they, they curse you. They curse you. They say, bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. Not you're going to yes. curse them. But that doesn't mean you give your your, your seed to them. You don't yes. have to give your... uh. Your your um, pearls of swine. Exactly, what they're going to do is trample over them. Come on, trample over them. They're not going to be able to appreciate what you have given them. They're going to each time, and I noticed that each time I would give those who were Judas's and my enemies and my siblings, I would give them something. They would gird their back up into me and say, "I got this on my own. You didn't yes. for me." Yes, and that's yes. what that pearl. That's what that pearl is, meaning that you gave them something and they trampled over it right like yes. in front of you. I they love the that. Information and mm-hmm. Trampled over it. So, what kept me grounded and stable is starting now pouring into me. You better I say that pouring into these companies. I've been giving. I said the anointing on my life has been helping companies yes. to get billions and billions of dollars. And when they got those billions of dollars, they let me go yes. immediately. They you better say that. They used, They hijacked my anointing. Come on. Everything that was stolen. Everything that was uprooted. That basically kept me from being grounded. Every company and every person that's taken the idea, whether my inventions or any of that, yes, they have yes. to repay back seven times. Come so on. I believe that in this time is restoration time. And what keeps me grounded now is me continuing to stuff steadfast on the word, continue to have confessions, confessing yes. my faith, but also getting the word to use. For those circumstances when I'm in an unrest situation when I'm going through something and I can pull out my scripture Mm -hmm. and I can read it and I can meditate on the word that keeps me grounded come on praying every day I have to pray every day literally because of the fact that that's on my life it unfortunately it causes people to be unrested Yes. So meaning that they will uh, they will try to attack me and stuff. And obviously, I'm gonna look. I'm looking out for the attack. But because he have been working on my life and the power and what I've been through, I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, I literally, God took me out of the hand of the enemy, snatched me out, mm-hmm. and now I'm able to the thing that the enemy did and turn it around for my. He turned it around for my good. You better say that now. I'm able to use that weapon. That weapon that was formed against me. Those weapons, many weapons are formed. But yes. they shall not prosper. And the word prosper, and that's what he let me know. He said, Guess what? These weapons formed, but you shall prosper. He took that and let me know that I shall prosper after all these weapons have come against me and literally attacked several yes. times in my life. Mm-hmm. Those weapons have gonna cause me to prosper, gonna push me up to promotion to prosper. I so love I have that no longer and I mean, I still go through, it, and believe me, mm-hmm. there's some unrested times. There are times when I can't even sleep, but that's when the time is the time for pray. prayer. Because God waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning. God, yes. says, you can't rest right now. You need to pray. Yes. You to pray. You're interceding for someone else. You're even interceding for your family. You're interceding for yourself. You're yes. interceding for your job. You're interceding for different things that are going to happen, that's going to rise up during that day. So
2: yes. You cannot
0: rest, but you can rest in prayer. You can rest yes. in assurance that I will take care of you. That was like quite every need. So that's yes. how I spiritually ground it. I'm the
1: Word of God. I love that. And what you were speaking about earlier, is, this is we don't talk, think about this often about not casting your pearls before before a swine. And I think that's also rooted in our self worth. But the scripture you specifically were referring to was Matthew seven and six. For those of you who are following along and would love that scriptural reference, but Romans twelve and fourteen also says, "Bless those who you, persecute you." And bless those and... um, excuse me bless and do not curse rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep is what you were saying but something you said that gave me another encouragement that I want to give to the audience is 1 Peter 5 and verse 8 where the Bible tells us he commands us to be sober to be vigilant because your adversary the devil is as a roaring lion walketh about seeking seeking whom he may devour so yes everything you're saying is founded Foundational, the scripturally foundation founded in the Word of God, and I can definitely appreciate. So let's kind of take a little turn really quick because this, this time has gone by so fast, and I want to make sure that we kind of talk about some of the up part of your life before we kind of close out. But you are an actress, a model, and and in particular, considering some of the projects you've worked on here lately, like with the Black Girls Rocks or the Tire Bank yeah. show as a hair model and in the Tire Banks good hair projects she too has worked for oprah on the um the living the best life tour which uh urbina can say more about here quickly but how has acting and modeling allowed you to witness to others in the intent entertainment entertainment industry wow that's great to ask that um, mm-hmm. the
0: greatest gift of all for me in which i did not Share, but I will share with the audience is that mm-hmm. working for Whitney Houston. Oh, that wow! Opportunity, yeah. I'm from Jersey, and Whitney Houston at wow. that time was um, basically uh, Tyler Perry. Actually, was going to because was either she was actually coming back out yes. from you know a situation where she was trying to get back into the you know back into her field again. Yes. and they said that she it would be she would be a surprise at the honors. I believe that, yeah, at BET Honors, and they gave me her as a title for her to the stage. Oh my God. When I saw her, Mm -hmm. it was amazing because I Mm -hmm. wanted to always meet her. I always wanted to be uh, at the forefront and meet her, and I had the opportunity to meet Whitney Houston. Oh my goodness. When I saw her, she was like an angel. She knew everything that I knew, and being that I was in the industry and entertainment, I was. A, a lord, and I felt like I had really picked up something from her. Meaning yes. that that night it was like a transfer. Now, I wish I could get her singing, you know, but yes, that, of that, course, you know, that didn't happen though. I sing, but you know, with that, she basically empowered me to go ahead and say, Guess what? You need to do what you're doing, yes. And, and though she passed, she would pass later on because she actually wanted me to assist her again, yes, prior to that I had lost my job but I couldn't get to her yes her um her bodyguard was saying please she wants you she wants to see you blah blah yes. blah and I told her I said I can't I just lost my job you know they said well we'll help you I said no I can't do that you yes know, was act- acting in integrity because another company hired me yes and when I heard that a month later she passed away it broke my heart
2: yes I
0: knew that she was you know, like she was reaching out Saying, yes. What? You know what? I need to see. You. I need to see. You. I need to see mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, But the mm-hmm. Lord told me, He said, "You put already what you did the work. Yes. You know what? It was already done, and maybe it was just an opportunity again. But you, you already touched her heart. To yes. Her. So I really felt like that was my ministry, and that was my way of you know giving back to those that are in the celebrity. so Each time I go and and, and touch and and write to mm-hmm. and empower. I'm always humbled. Yes. That God would put me a little nobody and take me to this corner. You better I mean, come on. I met, like I say, Terazi. Terazi was awesome. Oh, um, my girl, God. she's one of my oh, favorites my too.
1: Come on, everybody you name, one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I
0: actually got to meet Jesse as well, which is. Yes. Her, um, I actually worked with him directly. Yes. He's actually um, part of her. It, that's her son. Right, so of course. To meet the Empire. Um, Family, you know, mm-hmm. team, one mm-hmm. the two of them. It was awesome. It was just a transfer of opportunities for me. And then the most important one, who I all oh, I love. Mm-hmm. I love Oprah. I love. Uh, I always tell myself one day. You know what? You know what? I hope I can be. You know, not even just her, but I can't be her because she's already her. Of but course, to have the opportunity. And to be impacted. She impacted my life so much because I heard her story.
2: That's so awesome. One day, I
0: could never forget, and I can guarantee this, this happened to me. I was standing right next to Oprah.
2: Wow. And
0: when I was standing next to her, she was actually talking to someone, engaged in a conversation. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I I really wanted to cry. I wanted to yell out because of the fact that the people that were around her and who I was working for, we could talk to her. But I just wanted to thank her for her life, her story, the things she has done. You know, for our community, yes. As a whole, as being a woman, a strong woman who probably had to go through so much, who endured exactly so much, and so much pain, but gave the world everything she had. Oh my and, God! But just standing next to her, yes, literally brought tears to my eyes. So I said to myself, wow. Who would have thought this young woman who was homeless, who basically yes. was, you know didn't have you know was raised in foster care. who who was told that she would never make it, that she would be a prostitute on the street. Here I am, sitting, and actually not sitting, but standing next to Oprah Winfrey. You better say it, girl. Yes. Come on, I said, God, you took me from the lowest to the highest. Yes. And I thank God for that.
1: I you know I appreciate everything you said and you remind me of another one of my now this is just one of my favorite quotes when by Sir Isaac Newton and when he was he talks about standing on the shoulders of giants. And I love that because that's basically what you put me in mind of when you're saying all your icons that you who have impacted your life but not just your life but the community holistically, right? And real quickly, yes. I would love to con- Continue this subject because what you're sharing is so insightful. But I want to give you time because we are running a little short on time. I want to. Okay. Um, I really wanted you to say, uh, really share about. Uh, uh, was it safe to say that acting and modeling is a part of your purpose at this point after everything you've gone through? But go ahead and use that as your final question. So your final th- thoughts. You're going to have about about three to three to four minutes minutes of, is it safe to, I think that's a good question for you. Is it safe to say everything you've gone through that acting and modeling is your purpose and what, and then you can also include what would you say to that person who is so written and yet they're looking to be victorious. So if you can kind of add that all together in your final thoughts, I would greatly appreciate that. Yes,
0: I'm going to definitely do that. I want to say, first of all, God has done the purpose for me. He right. has just given me the purpose-driven life. He used. He told me he used the modeling to go to the highest of highest. And yes. he said the science basically was the, the, my off for So meaning that when I wasn't out there in the acting modeling, then I was doing science and math. I was in banking and science at the yes. same time. So in other words, God said, guess what? You know what? Because modeling, sometimes it doesn't. It's not a consistent job. Right. You need to have something. I want to educate others out there who are in the industry. Right. It's a percentage that make it actually. Right. You also have to fall back on something. So I had to fall back on the talent that God gave me, which was the math and the science. Right. And so that would basically make me a whole package deal. So people wouldn't look at me just as this. Beautiful woman, but they would say this right. girl is not only beautiful. She's got God. She's right. Talented, she's a whole. She's a package in right. herself. A one-stop shop. A one-stop one. shop. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. So she's a business, a, a mogul. And yes. why I see myself as a mogul. Yes. I, I, and that's what I did. I established my non-profit where y'all can go to. It's Irvena I R V I N A and you'll see some of my mission and how I'm giving back to my community. And for that one that is discouraged and given Mm -hmm. up i speak to you now i tell you that do not give up i've been through hell i lost my home i lost my parents i lost my finances Mm
2: -hmm. i lost
0: everything but god i didn't lose my mind i could have lost my mind they told me guess what what you've been through i don't know how you made it can you tell me how you made it without losing your mind without you in a mental institution but god said guess what you're not that's not you Yes. You are a child of the most high. And I'm telling you today, those that are thinking about committing suicide, you're talking about giving up, yes. you're the care, you're, you're homeless. I'm talking to you. Do not give up. I'm an example. Yes. I went to NASA. I yes. went to NASA. The highest of highest of sciences. When I was told, I would never make it. I would never succeed. I should never be in science. Yes. I, I should never. I'm too pretty to be in science. I should be modeling, but guess what? God said you're going to do all of that. Yes. He said, guess what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strength. me. Yes. He gave me those talents for me to give back to the world. I'm not confused for so people say, oh, you're confused. You don't know what you want to do. Yes. No, I'm, I don't handle. We don't go by man's standpoint. God has a way. He has a connecting of the dots. All of this yes. thing, everything He's put me in, is a connection of dots. Is to start my nonprofit. It's to be yes. a celebrity, but also to be a scientist to help yes. bring about change in the world. Yes. And that's what I've done. I worked in the leukemia. The first ever leukemia drug came out. I was a part of that project. Yes. I've been a part of billion, billion dollar projects. Though they got rid of me, but I was a part of that. And yes. you go to my website and you're trying to get back to foster kids yes. who are out there, who are saying, you know what? I have to give up. I want to die. I want to kill myself.
1: I'm here. here. I'm coming back for them. I'm coming back for them. And I so love
0: it.
1: they can know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that, Irvina. You have shared a wealth of knowledge. And don't worry, family, this sister right here is coming back. She is coming back on this show because she has a lot of... We didn't even get to... We, we're barely at half of the knowledge that she is willing to share. Not only that, she is in the process of writing a book that is coming out very yeah. soon. And I want to be yeah. able to share that information with some Someone who will need this this information to move forward in their life. This has been a tremendous and exciting episode. And I am elated to have participated in this show today. I know that someone was touched by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to the Savvy Speaks podcast guest. The other queen of the round table, Miss Irvina Moody. And thank you for being a part of the show. And remember, you are, you know what I always say, you are a unique combination of experiences clothes and purpose strength and destiny thank you for being here today have a great week and i'll see you right here next time on the savvy speaks empowerment podcast
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode of savvy speaks empowerment podcast with Ms. lisa nobles online at imlisanobles.com and on facebook and instagram at ewofp if you enjoyed today's episode please rate and review and we'll catch you next time on savvy speaks empowerment podcast activate motivate inspire